Hello, welcome to Line for Line. This is your host, Josiah Selena. We are in the boot today for another JT 2020 experience. Yes, I'm a diehard JT fan. I'm so hard, so hardcore about this, and I'm truly excited to do another sequel to the last episode. As you all recall, on Justin Timberlake versus Dietrich Haddam, the scoreboard, I believe, ended up almost even, or JT might have had a slight edge. So we're going to see how he does next to Kristen Gray on today's episode. And then we're going to have a special appearance from John Legend later in the episode. But just to give my co-host today, which is the lovely singer-songwriter Jen Stackpole, I've known her for a couple of years now. Uh, take it, take it back to maybe 2010, 2011. Mm-hmm. And um, I actually met her through my former producer, the amazing uh, Frank Starchak. Starchak, by the way, is S-T-A-R-C-H-A-K, one word. While I was working with him, there was one time I needed a track. Well, actually, I already had it. I created it through my Garage Band, and the title of the track was "He Just Wants to Come." Why do you run? Why do you hide? He just wants to come and take away the pain you have inside. And I didn't feel like the chorus had enough, so I was like asking Frank, do you know any female singers that could fix this chorus? And uh, that he mentioned to me Jen Stackpole. Why do you run? Why do you hide? He just wants to come. So I also heard about her through a friend of mine named Barbara Vu who actually introduced me to Frank and wanted to invest in my music at that point for some studio time and a couple music videos. Yeah, this is really in my backstory, so y'all can get some more uh, biographies later from me. But um, I got to meet Jen and uh, she actually freely gave me a lot of her music, almost like her entire collection. Actually, there's not one album she has released that I did not get a copy of. That's how generous of a of an artist she is. Her discography is pretty incredible as a songwriter. I mean, she can write from... The thing I appreciate about Jen is that she writes from the place she's in. She doesn't try to get to a future place or a past place out of time or out of context. She writes just from where she's at at that point in time. So if you follow her albums, you know where she's at in life at all times. And then I remember the one the one comment I made to her which kind of revolutionized the way she thinks about music is I told her it was like a healing process through her music. Like healing through feelings. Like I could I could feel what she was going through emotionally and yet even though you were there with her it helped heal you because of the gentle soothingness of her voice, um, her clarity, and everything about her was, was just right for that genre. So, um, I'm actually probably, after I play the last track, going to play one of her tracks. I'll let her decide at the end. And that will be uh, the closer um, after we have... I usually end with one song at the end of each episode, but this time we're going to end with two. Uh, we're going to end with a select track that you'll hear from a cover later, and then Jen Stack will follow after that. Alright, enough talk from me. Let's get a few words in from Jen. First of all, how are you feeling to be here today, and uh, what do you think about what's going on? I, I'm excited to be here. I mean, 
I really appreciate you asking me and it's an honor to be here and be able to do this with you. And I'm, I'm excited about it because I love, obviously I love music very much. It's very near and dear to my heart. So it's very exciting to be able to listen to different artists and kind of see how are they presenting their message. And that helps me as a songwriter to see if am, am I actually giving the message in the best way possible. Exactly. So I love this the experience of, of being able to listen to other artists and then how can I, moving forward, how do I apply that as I continue writing and working on the next album and, and everything. So it's very exciting. That's awesome. Actually now, you're actually the second co-host that I've had to actually meet JT, so now I'm double jealous because <laughs> I'm the main host I still never got to meet him. <laughs> so um, anyway, you got to see him live in concert with Frank Starchak's daughter, Sarah. Uh, tell us a little bit about that experience before we get into this uh, beginning rounds. It, it was without a doubt probably one of the best concert going experiences I've ever had. And Justin is, he is just a world class talent. There's nothing that he can't do and he gives his audience everything that he has. It was so inspiring to watch him because he left us exhausted by the end of the night. It, it was almost a three hour show and by the time the lights came up at the end and I looked at my watch, I couldn't believe what time it was. It had gone by so fast. Did y'all hear that? Three hours. <laughs> Meaning, book a 2020 experience now because it, it's your money's worth. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Don't even flinch at the ticket price because I promise you it will be worth it. I mean, it's it's worth saving up and, and going. I mean, you don't want to miss it. He's really, he's incredible. And, you know, he's, he's very humble about it and he's yes. just very gracious and... and just very giving and he's just a wonderful wonderful entertainer it's just absolutely fantastic I can't that's say awesome enough about it. it was a great time i don't know if this will be edited out but i remember um when chris brown was on tour in south africa uh the south african fans were actually complaining that the concert was like too short like half hour or 40 minutes turn up the music just turn it up louder turn up the music i need it in my life won't get that one, JT. <laughs> no. <laughs> nope, you don't have to worry about that. You you just just plan on blocking the whole night off, go out to dinner beforehand. <laughs> yeah, make sure you eat a big meal because you're going to burn it off. <laughs> You'll be up dancing the whole time. It's great. That's awesome. So before we get into the music, um, did I give enough on your intro? Was that oh good? Or goodness. do you have any more to share about yourself? I appreciate your insight into me and the way I write music. It actually, I never really think about... Um, I mean, I know where the songs come from when they come from, but I never actually looked at it as, yes, this is actually a chronological time signpost about where am I at any one given area of my life, and I really appreciate that that insight. Yeah. So yeah, you said many wonderful things, and I appreciate it. If you want to know Jen as a person and her life story, just go out and buy her music. It's, it's on iTunes, it's on Amazon, please check it out. Jen Stackpole, and yes, Stackpole is one word, S-T-A-C-K-P-O-L-E. Alright, we're going to get things started. Now, because you don't know about Kristen Gray, and that's going to be who we're comparing to JT today, Great. I'm going to give you a three-minute track from him to give you an insight on what he's like as an artist and what he sounds like. Wonderful. So, this is Moving On by Kristen Gray. Here we go. Truth is that I don't know where I'm going or how I got here, but I'm moving on. Just, just, just moving on. Excuses that I'm human and I've been doing this for so long. How can I move on? Just, just, just move on. Let's move. 
Uh, can't ignore these bars anymore. Uh uh, ain't gon' happen. Uh uh, I've been to Charlie Chaplin, a rappin'. Uh uh, keyword Chaplin, 'cause I locked up Charlie. Ain't no silent film. Time to open the caption. The fight's within, and I'm in the alley with matchboxes. Me and my shadow was slap boxing until I disregarded my guard and we had problems. Truth is that I don't know what I'm going Always employed, he's in love with Leanne. She was always his joy. I quit shooting, afraid to miss. I still hear the tune of praying lips since '86. Developed a good shot with bad form. 'Cause I ignored him and act for him. I fast forward the whole time. I'm looking back. Kristen Gray, even though it's going to be more of his singing side compared to JT, I wanted to show you a song that incorporates all of what he does, which is singing, rapping, songwriting, and then later on you'll even find out his piano playing skills. So, what what are your first impressions of him? Oh, I love him. I mean, I just absolutely love him. As soon as he started singing, I was like, "Ooh, I like this guy." And his 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 message is great. I mean, he's I love I love how he talked about. I don't know how I got here, but. I'm moving on. Like yes. it doesn't really matter how I got here. It's just I know it's time to start moving on from from here wherever here is. I just yeah. I love the whole idea of that. I think that's great. Stylistically, I'll put him at as a crossroads between four artists, if I can recall them: John Legend, Justin Timberlake, The Fugees, and Drake. Yeah, great. So if you cross the genres of all four of those artists, you'll get Kristen Great, basically in the essence. Wow. Yeah. Good call on that one. That's, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So anyway, we're going to get into our battle time. This is line for line round one. We're going to start things off with JT first. This is Cabaret. Here we go. Got all I really want out this more. Come on, come on. Fantasy, play the role. And all these new moves I like, you got me feeling like a stranger. Say my name, do you know? 
you're saying Jesus so much It's like we're laying in a manger Now can't we discuss How fast you just got undressed Girl, if sex is a contest Then you're coming first And don't rush, go slow I, I can't lie, I'm impressed And innovation encore When the curtains close It's a cabaret Put on the show Cabaret by JT up against Wanna by Kristen Gray. Wanna be a triple digits, be a millionaire for a minute. Make some lemonade with these lemons, but I can barely pay attention. I don't even know what time to regulate, but with an artist and repertoire. Cause nobody in CHH is a superstar. Don't see the crack go crazy, but I wanna swim in a mainstream life. God, you better come save me. Could be a long way down, baby. Wanna by Kristen Gray up against JT's Cabaret. First impressions, Jen? Ooh, man, that's 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 a tough one. They're both great. I mean, both both tunes are absolutely great, and they're absolutely works of art, each mm -hmm. in their own yes. right. You know, I mean, they're they're just they're completely different, but exactly the same. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 really great. What do you think of them uh, lyrically and production wise? Lyrically, I love them both. I'd have to go with JT on that one. Mm -hmm. um, his, I think his lyrics are really clever. Yeah. And yeah. the way that he paints a picture, it just, I can see exactly what he's talking about. So I would say lyrically, um, production wise, production was great on both. Yeah. Most yeah. definitely. I mean, they're both just, everything was real clear. Everything had mm -hmm. its own place. I could mm -hmm. hear everything great. Uh, production wise, I think they were both outstanding. Yeah. Yeah, I like um, JT said Cabaret when he was being interviewed on, on Sway in the morning. He said, uh, Cabaret's the stripper song. I just want to see you strip. Now can't we discuss how fast you just got undressed? And they said, um, I, I, you know, basically that's just, you know, that could be enjoyed. I think the winning line of Cabaret, though, which of course he heard me in the middle the winning line is because i got you saying jesus so much it's like we're laying in a manger that's great <laughs> like for me like what you said about cleverness i don't know a lot of pop stars that would have enough guts to put that in their lyrics agreed agreed so. completely they would not go anywhere near that topic and right. if they did it wouldn't be used in that way yeah exactly. <laughs> you know? absolutely not yeah. so i i was just shocked at jt's um over the edge walking the plank with those lines but yeah but that's a perfect um sexist songs for you married couples in the bedroom but um i, I think I, i'm making recall steve harvey now i think 
I think he made rumors that he might have a stripper pole in his bedroom for his wife. <laughs> I don't know how true that is, but maybe it's one of his jokes. Maybe you should start playing that JT song for him, <laughs> see what happens. Exactly. And by the way, that's actually a good bonus note because he actually does not have any entertainment in his bedroom. That's just him and his wife's time. He keeps that a good rule. The only thing he has in the bedroom is a CD player with Marvin Gaye. Oh! Call. And lots of oil. <laughs> but but um, getting to Kristen Gray's song, Wanna, basically Wanna, it's written around temptation. Like, Kristen Gray is also a married man, and basically what he wanted to say in the song was, when I go on tour, I see ladies, and I want to holler at them. Or want to get their number. He deals with that in the first verse. But in the second verse, he's dealing with the temptation of, wanting to go mainstream and blowing up mm. and then realizing that I might need a lifeguard to come save me because it's probably, it could be a long way down from there if I don't watch my character. Wow. So, and then of course the hook says, I shouldn't, but I want to. So he's, basically his goal with the School of Roses album, which actually the first day came out was number one on iTunes on the R&B charts. It's a, it's a seriously good album. You definitely need to go check that out. And just for spelling correction, Kristen, just so you have the pronunciation right, and C-H-R-I-S-T-O-N, and then Gray as in G-R-A-Y. But Wana, he basically said the roots of School of Roses, like the book of Ecclesiastes, like don't take it as a, like a preaching in your face album or like something that's going to mention like Jesus every two seconds. He said, this album is to remind us we're human. Wow. And he said, if you read Ecclesiastes, God's not mentioned in that book, but he's all over it. Huh. Or it's almost like if you look at other books like Esther, God's not in that book, but he's all over it. Sure. You can see him working behind the scenes. Absolutely. And Ecclesiastes asks legitimate questions about life that we all question. And so he said, if all my mission is, is to remind you that you're human this, with this album, I've completed my job. Great. So yeah, I definitely give Kristen Gray major props on his goal with the School of Roses record. And of course, like I said with uh, Justin Timberlake's 2020 Experience Part 2, he said um, Part 1 was like, you know, you're, you're getting to know the girl, you, you fell in love with her, all those jittery feelings you feel when you're first in love. Mm -hmm. But he said Part 2 is when you go visit the girl and her parents. <laughs> and then you find out she has a sister. <laughs> and the sister, she gives you that that dirty look like, like, I see you. You know you want some. <laughs> so he said, part two of the 2020 experience is that darker sister. Like, elevating those darker thoughts or sexual thoughts that you want to have uh, with someone that could be nearest of kin or that, or that just screwed up your whole thing of a jittery and said, ooh, I might be interested in that. So that's how he put his description for the 20. And it is a darker side it of is. the album. It's it's not, 
it's incredible to realize that they made like 20 plus tracks in like three weeks. Oh. Him and Timbaland like went insane. I don't know how they did that. My goodness. And then for them all to be made around the same time and one side to sound lighter, the other side to sound darker, I think it was a brilliant idea to split it into a double album. And I, I personally think JT kind of owned last year for pop. And I think he's still owning. So Yes. Anyway, um, now my vote. I think production and lyrically, both of those are even. I'm going to have to go toss up. But you gave it to JT, so JT wins that round. So one point JT, zero Kristen Gray. We're going to get into round two. This is Super Dave by Kristen Gray. Here we go. Super Day by Kristen Gray up against Take Back the Night by JT. Take back the night, uh, they gon' try to shut us down. But I'll be damned if we gon' let them take back the night, uh, take back the night, ooh. You know you gon' mess around and find out there ain't no one better. Take back the night, uh, yeah. Not too many No one but you in crowded rooms We can do anything Attraction can drive you crazy And the way you move when you go crazy That's incentive for me We wanna do something right But we can do something better There ain't no time like tonight And we ain't trying to save it for later Stay out here living the life Nobody cares who we are tomorrow all right, that was Take Back the Night by JT, up against Super Dave by Kristen Gray. Jen, your thoughts? Oh my goodness, that's, a, that's another tough one. That's, I, that, that is really tough. I, hmm, sorry, I'm probably gonna again have to go with JT on this one because yeah. it's it's so it's so stylistically different for him. Yes. And I love that about it. Mm -hmm. And I love those horn stabs and even the synth strings. Like they, yeah. they, they work so well together. Yeah. And I love the bounce and the rhythm of his melody. Mm -hmm. It's it's not phrased like a typical pop song right. at right. all. And you can't comfortably fit it in like an R and B kind of genre. You can't Exactly. You can't pigeonhole that yeah. at, at all. Like the way that he sings it and and the bounce and the rhythm and the movement yeah. of it, you can't actually pigeonhole it yeah. at all. And I really like that, and it makes it different. And it doesn't go where you would think it would go. Exactly. I like the feel of Take Back the Night because it, for me, it edifies where, or I mean solidifies where JT stands as an artist for most of his career. What I mean by that is he's like the perfect middle ground mm -hmm. between 
blacks who love R&B and soul and whites who love pop. He's the perfect middle ground. And you could see it with the choices of people he has in his band. Uh, he's always been the on the in crowd with both sides of the fence. So true. And he's very unifying with that music. Um, now, the other thing I'd say about um, Take Back the Night is that was the lead single for part two. Mm-hmm. He is a very smart artist on what he chooses to pick as his lead singles. His first lead single for part one was Suit and Tie. And as long as I got my suit and tie. That rocked radio, and still to this day. Take Back the Night was the lead single for part two. Another genius idea. Um, a Christian Grey song. I, I was feeling that song, too. We've all had that feeling, especially me as a guy, of wanting to be a girl superhero. And trying to... We're trying to do everything we can to tell her, your scars are safe with us. But because of... of previous hurts that she's been through she has like an automatic defense mechanism now mm-hmm. as to what does this guy really want from me or am i truly secure in this relationship so i just liked his boldness to say you can be safe here i'm not gonna hurt you i'm not gonna harm you uh maybe i'm crazy to think there's a future for us but i want to be your hero I'm so glad you mentioned that line, too, by the way, that your scars are safe with me. Yeah. Because I'm one of those girls that that's my automatic defense mechanism. Exactly. If someone new is interested, I'm like, I, I don't know. Yeah. I want to let you in, but I'm afraid because I've been hurt before and, and everything else. And, yeah. and to to hear a line like that where the, the guy recognizes, I understand you've been hurt. And yes. I'm not trying to change that you've been hurt. Yeah. I just want you to know that it's okay. You, exactly as you are, you are safe with me. Scars right. and all. Mm-hmm. That's I will love those too. And that's that was my favorite line, most definitely yeah. from what I heard of that song. It, that really moved me. I was like, that is absolutely brilliant. Exactly. It's great. And sadly, I come you know, pretty much from a familiar background into that because um, this goes in more than just male-female relationships. For me, friendships, period, because I've experienced so much with certain people, and I'm not going to call it any names, but I sadly also have an automatic defense mechanism when I make friendships or relationships. It's not that I don't want people in my life, but because I'm so picky and choosy, like I'm one of those type of people where I've always wanted like lifelong friends, so I feel like if you're not here for the long haul, I don't want to waste my time. I understand. And I know that's not a fair play for a lot of people, but, you know, just pray for me, guys, in that area. Hopefully we can come to understanding and I'll be able to make friends through this process. But, yeah, that's that's just putting myself out there so, so y'all can know a bit of, a bit of my background. Anyway, um, but my vote. Take, take Back the Night has a bigger funk sound that also reminisces of, like, MJ. Super Dave, for me, had that too, but it had a more simpler funk sound. I don't know if you could tell so far, but Kristen Gray also comes from a very genius musical family. Um, like, almost all of them are in music, but he's the only one that has four talents, like I told you before. Singing, rapping, piano playing, and songwriting. Wow. Um, but on that track, I don't know if you can tell, but he's also heavily influenced by Earth, Wind, and Fire mm-hmm. and Michael yes. Jackson. That's good. I was going to mention that. The Absolutely. sad thing was that that those were his parents' albums. And because he was with them for a while before entering into normal public school, yeah. when, by the time he got into public school, he was way back behind on the music scene. Wow. So he's listening to Earth, Wind, and Fire, and they're caught up on like 90s or early 2000s music. Sure. So uh, he had to... I just... 
highly respect Kristen Gray for being able to blend from both worlds, mm-hmm. catching up on the scene, but also not losing what he grew up with. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Oh, I love Take Back the Night, but Super Dave is a special song. I'm going to go toss up again. I'm sorry. I hate to do this, but I'm going to have to go toss up again. Anyway, JT gets that round because Jen got uh, got the vote for that one. So 2-0 is the scoreboard so far. We're going to get into round three. This is Blue Ocean Floor by JT. White noise to send your heartbeat Ocean Floor by JT. Up against Arena The Final Hour by Kristen Gray. Kristen Gray up against Blue Ocean Floor by JT. Bonus note before we get into Jen's comments. Uh, Blue Ocean Floor, of course, was the closing song on the part one experience. And then uh, Arena is the closing song in School of Roses. So what do you think was the better closer? Oh, um, another tough one. But I'm, I'm going with Kristen Gray on this one. That, the, oh my goodness. That, that is, a, it's very powerful. His idea of not seeing the worth that God sees in us yeah. is so powerful to yeah. me yeah. because it really is, you know, mm-hmm. God would give everything to be with us. Exactly. And it's it's such a humbling thing to, to even try to comprehend something like that. Exactly. And I, I love the way that he delivers it. It's, 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 again, he's very straightforward and he's very says exactly what he means. There's no guessing. He doesn't use, you know, um, analogies. He doesn't use, he doesn't try to 
mask his message right, right. with any kind of flowery language or, you know, he, he says exactly what he means. Like, this is what I'm saying. I don't see what you see in me. And he's, it's almost like that's his prayer is like, yeah. help me, help me see that. Help yes. me live from that place. If I can't embrace it myself, help that's me right. live from that place. That's right. And I love the way that he delivers it. And, and from a production standpoint, absolutely two thumbs up. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. His vocal sounds outstanding. Um, everything about it. I just absolutely loved. I, I, I'm, yeah, I, I feel, for as much as I love Justin, yeah. Kristen blows him out of the water on this one. Yeah. Just absolutely stunning. Really, yeah. I'm <laughs> Funny, really... he said blow him out of the water and his was blue. Ocean <laughs> <floor>. <laughs> Sorry, Justin. <laughs> um, no, I got to agree. Um, for me, Arena the Final Hour, it breaks the rules of average worship songs mm -hmm. and takes songwriting of worship songs to a whole nother level what i mean by that is i always felt like most and again this is always kind of a beef i have with ccm music but i don't feel there's enough worship songs that bring it to a relational standpoint sure we can manifest god in all his glory and of course the we sing along that with the angels and we're going to be doing that in heaven as well and oh speaking of which while it's still on the playing field and successful, please go see Heaven is Real. It's probably going to be out on DVD by the time this is out, but um, that's just a bonus note for y'all. But sometimes we, we do that too much and then forget about the relationship part mm -hmm. that we should have with God. And for me, Arena the Final Hour focused on that. It brought it down to relational says, how can I see the glory of God on a relational level-to-level, face-to-face standpoint. So I highly respect Kristen Gray for going to those limits. And um, Tragic Hero, who co-wrote that with him, they did an excellent job. Uh, again, production was tight. Uh, my only thing with Blue Ocean Floor, it's calming, it's soothing. Major props again to one of my favorite producers of all time, Timbaland. He is so versatile of a producer. How could you... One producer and, and maybe other, another co-producer and a few other writers take on 20-plus songs and make it sound that versatile. That's amazing. And Timbaland is just, he's out of this world. I don't know how he's kept himself for so many years, but the one thing I've said on previous shows is what I respect about Timbaland is that he is a fan of organic relationships. What I mean by that is he don't just work with anybody. Wow. He'll pick and choose to say, who do I truly see greatness in? Who's not going to be here today, gone tomorrow? Wow. And he keeps himself working with those artists. That's great. So, um, like, because him and Missy Elliott, they were on The Breakfast Club one time, and they said, there's no more stars today. Mm. Like, if you if you mention who Jay-Z is, you mention who MJ is, you mention who Whitney Houston is, mm. even if you mention who uh, Missy Elliott is, you know them mm -hmm. and where they reigned at a certain point in time. So true. But too many people today, you mentioned them, either they're scanning the charts now, but two months from now, you're, you like hear something you're like, who was that? Yeah. Or like, or if you see them walk by on the street, like they could literally walk past you, you wouldn't know who it is. So true. While if, if Jay-Z or Whitney walk past you, you would know automatically who you're dealing with. Of course. So that's such a true statement. And basically he was just saying that. He wasn't downing any artists of today because he has huge respect for all the popularity of the artists today. But he was saying that back in the day, we had to work mm. for the attention we were getting. Wow. 
while he he didn't feel like there's much element of work to to get the kind of attention that certain people are getting today. So, and I highly res- respect him for having the guts to say that. Anyway, though, I gotta agree. I love you, JT, but you were blown out the water this one. Arenas. And I love how that song climbs. It never reaches like a, a pounding thing in the song, mm-hmm. but that's because it wouldn't work for a track like that. Mm-hmm. It didn't need it. It was climbing so far enough. And the vocals were soaring, but not all over you. Absolutely. I remember what Ari Davis on my co-host, she said on a previous episode that the reason why we loved Whitney Houston is because even though she could blow you to town all the time mm-hmm. with super soaring vocals, she didn't always do it. Right. And that's what made you love Whitney. Yes. She knew when to do it and when to pull back. And that's what made her a genius of a singer. I think Kristen Gray showing elements of that in that song. So that's the first point for Kristen. Uh, we're halfway through. 2-1. We're going to get into the next round. And we're now going to switch gears. For these final two rounds, it's going to be Kristen Gray against John Legend. Sweet. All right. So JT won the part one. There will be a part two to this probably in the future um, when I film future episodes for This in South Africa. So you JT and Kristen Gray fans, uh, gear up for that. Um, All right. We're going to get into these final two rounds with John Legend. We're going to get into All of Me by John Legend. Here we go. Cause all of me loves all of you Love your curves and all your edges All your perfect imperfections Give your all to me I give my all to you You're my end and my beginning Even when I lose I'm winning Cause I give you all of me And you give me all of you oh. How many times do I have to tell you Even when you're crying you're beautiful too The world is beating you down all right, that was All of Me by John Legend. Uh, kind of ruling radio right now with uh, Happy by Pharrell also. Here's why, because I'm happy. if you feel like a room without a roof. You'll see it. They'll see those two songs next to each other on iTunes right now. Anyway, but months down the road, we'll see what happens. All right, this is Ghost by Kristen Gray up against that. I used to have your picture in my phone I'm used to making decisions on my own I don't want to It's not easy Never having you here I miss you All the good boys love us I love you Never here I guess I got used to Me. 
Ghost by Kristen Gray mm. up against All of Me by John Legend. Jen? Oh, my goodness. That is the toughest one that you have played for me by far. Like, that is <laughs> absolutely the closest. I, of course, I absolutely love and adore All of Me. John Legend is, he's, in, he's again, another incredible talent. Mm -hmm. And what I love about both tracks is that the vocals are not completely perfect. Mm. I mean, I can hear where, you know, when, when John Legend reaches up for that high note where he just is just a pinch shy of it, but there's that yeah. longing. And the same with Kristen Gray in that track. Mm -hmm. it's, there's, it, it's not completely perfect. It hasn't been totally auto-tuned. They didn't tune the life out of it like yes. most most songs you hear on the radio exactly they they kept it a little bit raw and then the, the simplicity of the piano track and of both songs i mean it just very tastefully played very beautifully played yeah. and it just adds to the whatever it is each song is is saying correct and what i love about both is that in in john legend's song it's all about looking at the imperfection of it and seeing the perfection in that imperfection. I love all your curves and edges. You're my worst distraction. Yes. You know, you're all of that. But there's never a negative bent on that. He's never saying this is a bad thing. This exactly. is, I love every last bit of you. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to give everything that I have to you. That's right. And it's, it's, to, to me, that's absolutely stunning and just breathtaking and, and yep. very moving. Mm -hmm. And then Kristen Gray's song with the ghost, feeling like, You've had the presence of someone in your life, yeah, but not really. Exactly. You know where he he's telling people, "I was in love with this ghost because nobody ever saw her," and yeah, yeah. You know, feeling like they're there. I mean, how many times have you sat in a room with someone that you want to be connected to, but you feel like they're right next to you, but they're a million miles away, yeah. and you just can't reach them? And that, to me, is what his song kind of evoked in in me. Is it brought that feeling up? Exactly. Of feeling that that yearning mm -hmm. and wanting it to be you know wanting to be there yeah um you know be wanting to be connected with that person this is the skills once again evidencing of a songwriter when she's reviewing a song so thank you for that jen you immediately hit the nail right on the head before i get into ghost all of me is i'm getting married to that song y'all <laughs> if my future wife's listening to this you are marrying me to that song i'm not giving you a choice <laughs> hey baby Um, the chances are pretty good. Your future wife will want the same song. <laughs> <laughs> no, but all of me, and especially that came at a that song came at a perfect timing in his life. You know, especially with him getting married. Mm -hmm. I remember when he sang it for his wife and Oprah at their house uh, when uh, Oprah was doing the interview by them. Oprah was like, "How are you still standing <laughs> to his life?" <laughs> <Ooh>, seriously. <laughs> yeah. Like after hearing that kind of lyrics written to you, it's. Like, a, a woman can't, cannot resist how much commitment and how much beauty is in those lyrics written towards, written towards you like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, that, that's basically a for life song, basically. Now, Ghost, the reason why I said you hit the nail right on the head is because Kristen Gray, he takes you on a, like a three-way trip. The first part of the song, he's talking about an absent parent. Wow. Even though this wasn't his reality, um, he's just relating to you know kids with an absent parent. They feel like they're in love with a ghost because they always mm -hmm. have that hope that mom and dad will come home. Wow. And yet, maybe one of their parents isn't always there for them. Mm -hmm. And 
then the second part, I used to have a picture of it, that's, you know, talking about a girl that you, f- you feel like, you still feel her presence, but she's not communicating. She's not, you know, there for you when you need her most. And then the last part of the song, he says, I told everyone I was loved by a ghost. And instead of saying, you never called, he said, you always called. He switches it to the Holy Ghost. Oh, beautiful. So um, the only ghost that ever truly loved him that he could feel and was always there for him was the Holy Ghost. Beautiful. So I loved how he made that metaphor work in three different stories through the whole song. It's beautiful. Wow. And was able to keep the same melody and chorus. So it was genius. Now, people may argue with this, but that song, melodically and piano-wise, Chris and Gray and John were almost even on that song. I agree. I agree with you on that. And and even though people might treat Chris like a new kid on the block, he's been in music like 10 years. But I mean... I think even John's probably been around music a lot long because Kristen's like in his 20s. Oh, wow. And for a guy in his 20s to be sounding even anywhere near or same level as John Legend, That's incredible. I can't even tell how much potential he has ahead of him right now. Absolutely. So, and he couldn't have been found at, at a better timing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, oh man, I'm going to have to go toss up again. This is probably the only show where I feel like I'm getting toss up on almost every one. I think the only one that was decided was the last one but anyway that is going to be what what was your vote i'm going with toss up too I'm you're going sorry. to toss up yeah too? i have to i can't i mean because they're both completely even to me yeah now the the only thing i'm trying to still boggle in my mind is that ghost was an awesome summer for me all of me felt like it was complete mm-hmm. but but still clip to clip like you can't argue how even they sound so Let's okay. Let's let's just leave it at that. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna argue. Because I can't. That. I mean, I can't. I can't even. If you gave me criteria for a determining factor of, yeah. if you had to choose between this and that for on this specific topic, I I still couldn't do it. They're yeah. both perfect. Exactly. I mean, they're they're just they're they're that's a dead heat to me. That's, yeah. They're dead even. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll leave it at that. All right. That's still leaves the scoreboard now at two one. Well, actually, no. That was for JT. Uh, for this one, there's still no points, but we're going to get into a decider or leave it at a tie for this last one. Chris and Gray against John Legend. We're going to go with John again first. This is tonight the best you ever had. Twist that, baby, tonight the night I let you know. Baby, tonight the night we lose control. Tonight, The Best You Ever Had by John Legend up against Vanish by Kristen Gray. But if I wait too long You just may be gone forever And I can't 
longer we can't harbor The ship was never really safe at bay uh, I've learned to love your shining armor uh, Don't forget to let me lead the way Watching from the distance Wish I could make a difference But I just make it difficult So I'm grabbing my binoculars Cause I don't wanna get close I've done enough damage for the both of us Thinking I should hit the road. Alright, that was Vanish by Kristen Gray. Up against Tonight, The Best You Ever Had by John Legend. I think production-wise, they were both great. I'm going to have to go with John Legend on this one. Mm -hmm. uh, I think, lyrically, again, I'm, I'm all about how, especially as a songwriter, lyrics and melody, how those two are married together exactly. is so crucial to a that song enough. that sticks with people. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, if, if it feels like there's too many syllables in a line or if it feels like yeah. the vowels aren't bouncing properly, however that is, there's so many things involved with that. So to me, that's one of those lyrics and melody are completely, they're just hooked into each other. Mm -hmm. And the way that his his vocal line bounces, you know, even when he's talking about the tonight, like just the way that it bounces and the way that he moves lyrically, his, his voice sounds outstanding, first of yes. all. I think yeah. it's, it's one of his really great vocal vocal takes and vocal tracks. I just mm -hmm. love the way he sounds on it. I think the song is great. It's very well put together. The production is is, is great. Again, mm -hmm. I can hear everything really clear. Yeah. Uh, I love... And again, it feels to me, it has your, your typical like R&B beat to it. Yeah. But the way that the melody bounces is not typical to me at all. There's, That's true. It's very different. It's, it's almost like it's got more of a pop feel. Yeah. But yeah. it's against that R and B rhythm and that that vibe. Mm -hmm. So it just it, to me it's it's it makes it different. And I like I definitely like that. Um, Vanish was is is also great. I think vocally I think they both sound very similar and I think yeah. they both sound really great. Uh, but as far as the way the song is put together and and how I actually received the message. I'd have to go with right. John Legend on this one. Right. I was going to say, vocally, they sound to me, well, I mean, Kristen Gray. He sounds like if you were to put JT and John Legend's voice together. Yes. Yes. I feel that, exactly the same way. That's what Kristen Gray's singing voice sounds like to me. I love Vanish, and I'm actually going to shock some people by saying I think Vanish is better lyrically. But melody-wise, you can't touch tonight. Tonight is, I could I could see why that was the hit single from the Think Like a Man soundtrack because that is probably the perfect romance in the bedroom song, mm -hmm. and it's like they also set it in the tone of when you watch it when it appears in the movie of dinner dates and and bedroom scenes so that that's a perfect dinner date song as well. Absolutely. So um, and then Vanish was more like. Waiting to make a move so that the one you're in love with doesn't disappear all of a sudden on you. Mm. Or later on the song, they explain, like, I'm committed to this. I don't want to give you the notion that I'm going to disappear on you either. Wow. So that's what Vanish was about. Oh, I'll give that to tonight. John Legend got that one. All right. So, Kristen Gray, unfortunately, lost both rounds. But uh, before we get into these last few comments, uh, any final thoughts you want to give on uh, Kristen Gray? I, he's phenomenal. I mean, just because he lost both rounds doesn't 
yeah. take away from his immense talent. No I mean, way, no how. He's he was put up against some really heavy hitters and and heavy hitters that have been in in music for a really long yeah. time. Yeah. He's young and like you were saying, the potential that he has is is there's no limit to it. Yeah. You know, he what he I think is going to show us what he's already shown us is outstanding. Yeah. You know, especially when you told me he was in his 20s, you've got to be kidding me. He's yeah. got his voice has the depth and maturity of of someone at least in, you know, their thirties, you know, maybe even push a forty. Yeah, for late twenties or or just like behind thirty, that's incredible. Yeah, it's 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 outstanding. Yeah, yeah. So I think I mean I really think that, that he's wonderful and I love the way that, that he gives us permission to be human. Yeah. You yeah. know, he's not he's letting us know we're not gonna be loved any less. Yeah. You know, either personally or spiritually by being human. Right. And I love that he brings those human emotions up and says, listen, I struggle with this stuff too. And this is, and it's okay. Well, yeah. look at it's, we're okay. We're still loved and supported anyway. So getting to that place, I feel like his music definitely gives that message of helping us get to a place where we can accept what we think is ugly or unacceptable Yeah. and say, it's okay. It's, it's who we are. We're made that way. And this exactly. is what we do. And that's okay. But there's always we're we're gonna be loved. Yeah. And it's yeah. okay. And we can still grow and, and you know, get better and and everything. But I feel I feel very much that his music is giving us permission to just be okay with the parts that we would normally try to either ignore that's right. or stuff down yep. or say, That's not spiritual or that's you know, God wouldn't yeah. like that. He's like, No, 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 we're loved all the way around and that's okay. Yeah. So just embrace that and keep moving forward and yeah. I, I love I absolutely love that about him and, and I am very anxious to see what he does exactly as he grows as a musician and an artist and a writer yeah. and very anxious to see what he shows us because I think that his potential is absolutely unlimited that's right I liked um, the point he gave which ties in with what you said about um, he said I don't care how spiritual you are if you just got out of a breakup you're still thinking about what happened to that closure. You're mm -hmm. still thinking about that presence of the other person following you, even in, in your prayer time or you're trying to talk to God or stuff like that. So he said, why should you have to deal with that alone? Mm -hmm. Let's talk yeah. about it and let's make an album about it. Because I know you're feeling it, so don't try to deny it just because you're a spiritual person. Absolutely. I know you're dealing with the, the pain of a breakup. I know you're dealing with um, both pros and cons when you're in relationships. And basically, I don't know if you noticed in the title of the album, School of Roses basically says learning about life through relationships. That's great. So he just shows how every special God-given thing or even every biggest heartbreak that we can experience in life is all of part of training through relationships. Mm -hmm. And that's basically what the School of Roses is about. So, uh, concept-wise, I think it was genius to enwrap that and encompass that into a 14-track album, which I actually might even argue might be an even stronger concept than even uh, some current stuff that we played today. Yeah. So, so yeah, it, de it definitely is not your average R&B music because it covers topics that most R&B artists wouldn't say it in that way. And, of course... Him coming, you know, from a Christian standpoint, a lot of this stuff, but yet can make it sound that the secular ear can say, I get this. Like, this is exactly how I'm feeling in my relationships about life. It's genius. So I, I, I encourage him all the way. More power to you, Kristen Gray, all the way. All right. So 
JT got part one. We'll see what happens in part two when we get there. Uh, John Legend got a one zip. Now, I like to close the show by playing you a cover, which is not, it's not, um, I wanted to do the cover version because I know people already hear the John Legend version heavily on the radio. I'm going to play this cover, get your thoughts on it, and then I want you, while you're listening, or if if you can concentrate, to pick out what song you like to end the show with from yourself. Okay. All right. Uh, we're going to go with here, All of Me, covered by Max and Zendaya. You're going to... You're going to finally find out why I picked this out because I thought it was a genius cover. Just That's just my opinion, but we'll see what Jen thinks. Here we go. I'm winning. 
by Max and Zendaya. What do you think about that cover, Jen? Absolutely love it. It's breathtaking. It's interesting to me because when when it first started, I, I love the piano. I love that it's completely different than the John Legend version. I yeah. think it's great. I mean, even the sound of the piano is different. Yeah. It's, you know, whatever effect they used on it or how they mic'd it, whatever right. the case may be, mm-hmm. it's just completely different. Um, and then when his vocal came in, my initial reaction was, oh my gosh, his vocal's too loud. Like, yeah. I'm losing the piano. But as the song went on, I fell in love with that. Because there's something about the way that he delivers his lines that's so pure and so honest. Mm-hmm. Like, it really moved me in 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 some way. Yeah. And then I loved that their harmonies alternated throughout the whole song. Yes. Like, initially, when, when she comes in and, and, and they're singing together he drops down to a lower harmony, which mm-hmm. was not what I was anticipating. I expected her to sing the higher part and he'd right. sing the melody. Right. And then later it, it shifted. So then I heard the harmony that I was expecting to hear. Yeah. But the the way that they wove that in and out and, and did it differently throughout the whole song kept it really interesting. And I love, I love that it's a duet. Of course it's a duet. Yes. I mean, I love that they just, that's what we want to hear. Yeah. You know, I mean... Because that's really what it is, is ideally when you're singing that, you want someone to be saying the same things to you on the other side. Exactly. I absolutely, absolutely love it. I think it's 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 great. And I love the courage that they have to just go ahead and attack it now. Yeah. When it's like the hottest song on the radio, like mm-hmm. you said, right next to Happy right now. You know, it's it's. I love that they, they went and they had the courage to do that because a lot of people would shy away from that going... Yeah. John Legend version is so perfect. Let's not touch it, and <laughs> yeah. you know, or or they would have made it completely different. But they they kept the elements that make there all of me go. such a perfect song. They kept it, but they still did it their way. That's right. And and they both delivered it just very honestly and, and openly. Especially his vocal just took my breath away. There's yeah. there's again something about the purity of his voice that that makes those lines stand out even even more. Right. You know, and I, I love the fact that the piano was so far in the background, I lost it for about half the song. And then yeah. I was like, what are they playing on the piano? And I, I had, but I had the strain to, to listen for it. Yeah. And where initially my, my reaction, because like the producer in me was like, oh no, no, the vocal's too loud. You need to <laughs> yeah. Turn it down or bring the piano up or do something. But it, it, it felt like it was a mismatch at first. Right. But then I went, okay, but what about like, the soul in me. What what is it that is moving me about that? Like get out of my brain and just experience the song. It's right. absolutely stunning. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Love it. Love it. I was gonna say, uh, of course you guys can't see this, but I love the cover because the cover, mm. when you listen to the song, mm. that's exactly the type of room you can see yourself in. Absolutely. A dark room with just some sunlight coming in. Absolutely. And um, for those of you who doubted that Zendaya from Shake It Up can sing. She does have a voice. Mm-hmm. Don't don't doubt her. Because, um, you know, most people have an argument that uh, they get tired of uh, Disney making all their actors and actresses sing. Mm-hmm. But for me, Zendaya is definitely an exception to that. 
Um, but of course, you know, still, you still got your Demi Lovato's and stuff like that, yes. which is a whole nother level. But, but also usually, because this this is an, also an issue like with like with Lady Gaga. Some people thought Lady Gaga could not sing until they heard her duet with Tony Bennett. I hate California. It's crowded and damp. That's why the lady is a tramp. Yeah, she can sing. Yeah. she's all right. <laughs> Here, here's the thing. Because, and I've said this on previous, I am. I don't care how much hate I get for this, but I am a diehard fan of Fluffy Pop. Yeah, but the too. thing is, Fluffy Pop does not allow a lot of vocal talent sometimes. Mm -mm. But this is why even if you hear someone doing Fluffy Pop, don't automatically think they can't sing. It's just that that genre of music doesn't allow a lot of that. Yeah. Like Zendaya, she can't be dancing her butt off and singing like that. No she, way. She, has, she needs a song that can encompass that. With while she's dancing. A dream like this, not something you wish for. A dream like this, not something you ask for. When it's a gift worth taking a chance for, then this is something you dance for. So, this she can leave that alone and just focus on just her voice alone. Mm -hmm. And you see how different it sounds. And then Max to put her on there and, and give her a shout out was a genius great. move. Yeah, that was really so, great. Um, I was thoroughly impressed by that cover, and uh, and like you said, the guts to take a song I did not want touched. Absolutely, me too. And and to do it like that, well, again, an advice for you people who love to cover songs, Jen put it perfectly. Keep all the elements that people loved about the original, but do it your way. Yeah. yeah. But don't don't completely remove all the elements because then you put yourself at risk factor of people either loving or hating the song. Yeah. That you that of what you're covering, so definitely that's a, a good high point to end on. Jen, it's been such a pleasure having you on the program today. I'd like to now royally request of you which song would you like to end the show with on your part, and then you can give a short explanation on it. And I will do my best to edit that in on the end. <laughs> that's great. Well, I appreciate you just having me here. This has been a really, really great experience. This is a lot of fun. And I feel like I've gleaned an awful lot of inspiration because I'm working on a new album currently. So I feel like I've gleaned a whole lot of inspiration from, from this. Keep your eyes and ears peeled for that. Uh, I don't know how much info I could get. Of course, if, if Jen doesn't like it, I don't want it out. But she's trying to work on a Celtic feel on this new record. So keep your eyes and ears peeled for that. Yeah, yeah so I think that'll be very exciting. Um, as far as a song, Listen is a song about listening to that inner voice yeah. listening to what god is asking us to do what spirit is asking us to do however you want to phrase it yes. it's it's we all have that inner voice that we tend to drown out um because we're either afraid of what it's going to tell us or it's telling us something we don't necessarily want to hear right. because we we're so busy wanting to go our own way yeah. and do it however we think it should be done mm -hmm. and listen is a, is a song about really tapping into that and not being afraid of it 
and, and when it tells you something isn't right for you, listen to it. And if you go ahead and do it anyway, it's okay. Yeah. But just recognize that there's been something guiding you the whole time, trying to get you on the right path and yes. trying to get you where you need to go. Yes. And you don't have to listen to it. That's why we have free will. Yeah. But life obviously works a lot smoother and, and there's a lot less bumps in the road when we do listen to it. And sometimes that voice will tell you, yes, this is going to be ridiculously difficult and you need to go through it. But you're not alone, and I'm right here, right beside you, and, and I'm going to walk you through it. It's going to be hard because yeah. you got a big mountain to climb, but I'm going to be with you every step of the way. Yes. And that's been my experience where he will not tell me how far I have yet to climb, but he continues to keep showing me the next step and the next step and the next that's step. Right. And as long as I keep taking whatever that next step is, regardless of how big that step feels like it is, yeah. it's just one more step. So I can keep I can keep going with it. So listen is, is all about to coming from that place of, of listening to that inner yes. voice and really hearing what it has to say because it's letting us know we're not alone yeah. and that we don't have to go through it alone. Yeah. You know, not only do we have each other, but we've also got a much higher power that's yes. guiding us every step of the way that says, I'm right here and I've got you covered. That's right. So that's, yeah, that's the song that I choose. Now we're going to close on that note because... Um, it reinforces the point of not being so focused on the destination that we lose sight of paying attention on the journey, enjoying the journey, listening, as Jen is saying, throughout the journey. Because every second you worry about the future is seconds being spent in your now. So enjoy the now, and of course let God be your guide through all of that. Jen, it's been such a pleasure. It's awesome, Josiah. Thank you for having me. Oh, not a, a blast. Not a problem whatsoever. I'd love to have you back, but again, I don't know when that will occur since <laughs> I moved to South Africa. But someday in the future, we cross paths again. I will be honored to do this with you again. And I can't wait to see the amazing things God has in store for you in your future and your music career. Uh, just remind the people uh, where they can find you on Twitter, Facebook, all that, and then also give them, name them album that Listen comes from, so they can go check that out if they want to buy the album. Great. Well, I'm pretty much everywhere online. Uh, again, I'm Jen Stackpole, and uh, I'm on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, all of that. Uh, I've also got a website, which is www.jenstackpole.com, J-E-N-S-T-A-C-K-P-O-L-E.com. Uh, that's going to be up and live very soon. So go ahead, go ahead. By the time this this airs, it will be in rare form and, and yeah. moving and shaking. You can buy my stuff on iTunes. I'm on Amazon. Uh, anywhere you can get music online, I am. If you want actual copies of the CD, you can go to CDBaby.com. I've got CDs for sale there as well, uh, and they also offer MP3 downloads and, and everything else. So Listen is off of my latest album that I released in 2012, uh, and that album is called Remnants of the Fall. It's a double album, mm -hmm. and it's all original music except for four cover songs yes. that I did. I can see clearly now the rain is gone. Somewhere over the rainbow, we are.
copy from her in the mail at college. Always, <laughs> <laughs> Always get my new stuff. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so hopefully you guys, uh, I hope you enjoy the song and I hope you'll check out the album and, and I appreciate you supporting me as an artist and it's been an honor to be here. Thank Thanks. you so much, Jen. Thanks, Josiah. Such an honorable pleasure. All right, closing off the show has been Josiah Selena along with Jen Stackpole. This is Listen. God bless. Peace. Till next time.
Why do you run? Why do you run? Why do you hide? Why do you hide? Why do you run? Why do you hide? It just wants to come And take away the pain you have inside Why do you go? Why do you flee? It just wants to come Into your heart to set you free Why keep running, playing hide and seek From the blood that he shed for you? And why distance yourself far from God's help With all the silly things you do? So now's your time to walk Into the shine And now's your time to run Into his marvelous light Why do you run? Why do you hide? It just wants to come And take away the pain you have inside Why do you go? Why do you flee? It just wants to come Into your heart to set you free Why live in compromise? Why do you believe in lies? That's far from his grace And why you try to criticize about how people live and die without seeking his face? So drop your bad attitude, step up to a different tune and walk into his love Cause his blood has been shed for you, now set for you to do for you to choose him to Let's sing Why do you run? Why do you hide? It just wants to come And take away the pain you have inside Why do you go? Why do you flee? It just wants to come Into your heart to set you free Why do you run? Fall from the sun It just wants to come And take away the pain that's been done Why do you go? Can you see? It just wants to come Into your heart to set you free Why do you run? Why do you run? Why do you hide? Why do you hide? Can you see? Can you see? His blood on the cross has set you free. Why do you run? Why do you hide? Can you see? His blood on the cross has set you free. Let's go. Why do you run? Why do you hide? He just wants to come And take away the pain you have inside Why do you go? Why do you flee? He just wants to come Into your heart to set you free Why do you run? Fall from the sun He just wants to come And take away the pain that's been done Why do you go? Can you see? He just wants to come Into your heart to set you free Why do you run? Why do you hide? Can you see? His blood on the cross to set you free